I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, the beauty podcast by Beauty Addicts for Beauty Addicts. We are your hosts, as always, the lovely, very professional makeup artist, Harriet Hadfield. Feeling very sweaty today, though. That's, that's less very hot, less professional, <laughs> and a bit TMI. <laughs> it, it is sweaty and unpleasant. Yes. Um, and on that note, I am your unprofessional <laughs> beauty junkie, Lindsay Kelk. Um, I haven't helped myself in the sweatiness. I'm wearing basically a polyester pajama top. But you do have fluffy ears on, which we should explain is a head a headband. Yeah, or do they I've call got it a, a headband on to hold back my sweaty fringe. Um, but the only one I could lay my hands on. It's like a teddy bear one. Which is very cute. When you greeted me at the door, I was like, oh. I forgot that I got it on. Oh. I forget that I do these things. Um, so um, good. Oh, I just opened the door to the postman. Oh, I forgot. Oh, God. I still it's think we're like, having like a fancy yeah, dress pajama night. I just night. ran downstairs to get a package, which was actually beauty products. We'll oh. talk about that later, um, if you can imagine. Um, and yeah, now I, now I realise why he was looking at me funny. <laughs> full face of makeup, a leopard print pajama top and a teddy bear headband. So now we've painted that beautiful, beautiful yeah. visual. And me being sweaty. Yeah, we'll get on with the podcast. Um, <laughs> thank you, as always, everyone, uh, for being here, for subscribing, um, for leaving your reviews on iTunes. We see you. We appreciate you. We love it very much. Thank you for all your five-star reviews. You are champions. Champions, I Brilliant say. people. Yes. So thank you very much. Um, We'll leave all the details at the end of the podcast how you could leave us a review of your very own if you felt so inclined. We'd love you for it. We'd be much appreciated. Uh, But we'll get on right now with all the new news. News. And very exciting new news, I feel like, today. I think this is very exciting. I think the first thing... You go for it, Lindsay, because the first thing I'm so excited about, I just want you to say it out loud. I'm having to have a minute while I even think about it. (laughs) Um, I do worry on occasion that this is turning into the Colourpop podcast yeah hashtag not sponsored hashtag full (laughs) colourpop hashtag not sponsored um because we talk about and we love colourpop cosmetics a lot so much uh but there was some new news announced earlier this week which you may or may not have heard yet colourpop is being launched in store in sephora oh so good this autumn yeah that's you can actually go play with the product see it in real life before you buy it online this is crazy because it's actually going to be an even cheaper line than their own brand yeah, because if you think about it, ColourPop prod- products were what between five and twelve dollars at the top it's end. It's definitely even a, eight. A, I'm a not sure. Budget brand. It's like yeah, very it's affordable. Really affordable um, because it's always been sold online. So I'm interested yeah. to see a if this has an impact on their pricing structure. Yeah. And b how many stores it's going to be rolled out in. Yes. And it is going to be physically in store. It's not just going to be Amazing. online, which is huge because I know ColourPop does ship worldwide, but I yeah. know in the UK, so many of our listeners have written to us to say they got the stung. customs charges. Yeah, yeah, on the customs charges. So, and I know Sephora ships worldwide, and I 
I think are a little bit kinder, generally speaking, regards right. to customs, um, or at least how they're getting things through <laughs> customs. I'm not suggesting Sephora have got some international makeup drug mule ring, but I don't know. I'm not suggesting it. I'm not not suggesting it. Uh, but it makes ColourPop a lot more accessible to a lot more people. Yeah. And I think it's one of those brands, even as a makeup artist, I didn't know about for ages. I feel like, it, and especially because I lived in the UK and then moved to America, you really were the one who introduced me to it. And when you told me how cheap it was, I was like, oh my goodness, this performs like high-end makeup. I'm a ColourPop enabler. You are a ColourPop enabler. I've got a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to be able to go in store and, and play with stuff instead of just having a massive, filthy ColourPop collection, which yes. is what I have now. I don't actually imagine it will make me buy less. I imagine it's going to make me buy more. I think more. it's going to make me buy more. Especially when you can see it in real life. Um, and speaking of ColourPop products we love, hashtag full ColourPop. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> not, hashtag sponsored. not sponsored. Hashtag Lindsay bought these. Hashtag Lindsay's credit card hurts. Um, they recently launched their first uh, base products. They have launched a range of 15 shades of concealer. Uh, and they're good. Really good. Really good. And they are just $6 per concealer. Yeah. Um, it's a generously sized tube. It's the regular sort of tube with a doe foot applicator. Very similar to a, tape, a Tarte Shape Tape, you might say. It's definitely got the coverage. Yeah. It definitely really gives you the coverage. And it's got the matte. It blends beautifully. I've been applying. Yeah. I've got shades because I wasn't sure what shade I was because I couldn't play in store. All to change soon. I got shades fair neutral and light neutral, which actually are even the shade... Uh, options on Tarte <laughs> I use uh, Fair Neutral in Tarte's Rainforest oh, of the Sea and in Shape Tape so it's interesting that they uh, followed that mm -hmm. um, hmm, well let's not go there but uh, yeah I think they're very very similar products uh, I've been applying it actually because it's been so hot here I've been using it instead of foundation yeah. which you know me Nana loves a full coverage foundation. She does. Nana so does love her full coverage. Uh, done this instead is a big deal. Uh, and I've just been applying it with the applicator and then blending it out with a damp beauty blender. And it's really nice. Yeah. I mean, I think ColourPop have done it again. Yeah. Can they work. do no wrong? There's a lot of pressure we're putting on them because each time something launches, I'm like, is it going to be as good as everything else? And so far, yeah, I, they've setting the bar really high They're for the, the lower price end. They really are. It's yeah. so impressive. I can't think... I don't want to think of anything, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's just been so good. This is, this is a very good um, option. If it's easy for you to get hold of, definitely check out the no filter concealer. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you need a color guide, Tarte is a good color guide. <laughs> we um, shall see. But we shall see. Yeah. But yeah, this is really exciting news. Colourpop coming to concealer and Colourpop launching their first face color, um, face base range. Hopefully yeah. foundations to follow. Well, and it seems like, at the time of us recording this, quite a few of them are already sold out. So yeah. it's going down really, really well. Yeah. So I think if you, you know, do manage for $6, I can see why so many people are going to jump at this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. Definitely take a look. They are restocking. Okay. So if you're sold out when you look now, um, check Fear back. Not. Check back again. Well, I have a brand that I have been showing Lindsay this morning that I've kind of is a recent discovery for me and we're putting it in new news because as far as I can tell, they are a newer brand. I've tried to look online for the exact date that they were launched, but I couldn't find one. Um, the brand in question is called Make, um, M-A-K-E. I think they're Make Beauty when you go on their website. And this is such an exciting brand for me, especially as a makeup artist, because they've kind of gone for those, I feel like editorial inspired products that every woman can use so they've created um like bronze cream dew pots they're called that are really mm. lovely very you know my love of the um 
I was going to say the Lindsay Kelk lid tints. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the Lindsay Kelk. <laughs> you lid are tins. your own brand. I know you also like the Gillian Dempsey lid tints. <laughs> That's the one. The Gillian, <laughs> the Gillian Dempsey lid tints. Um, very, you know, it's kind of like a brand that I think is picking like hero products to focus yeah. on, which I really love. Definitely want to try more things in their brand. Um, and one thing that I so I brought the bronze dew pot, which I love. Um, and then some very magical makeup. It's witchcraft. It is witchcraft. So I am holding in my hands the Universal Stick by Make, which when I saw on line showed a picture of boys and girls with very rosy flushed cheeks and I was like I'm down I want to try this what Mm -hmm. is it um when I first opened it I can't remember the name of the lollipop that the color reminds me of swizzles double lollies swizzle double lollies lollies. the The ones we used to get like in the 90s and like when I was a kid it looks chalky ones right yeah Yeah, it was like a weird sort of chalky color love me a double lolly oh me now I just want a double lolly I want yeah I want hubba bubba (sighs) as well oh so you you take it out and when I first tried it in the back of my hand I was like okay this doesn't look like what it looked like in the pictures however the magic comes when you I was going to say vigorously rub it <laughs> the magic always comes when you vigorously rub it that's just a good life lesson it's a good life oh, lesson it's, to teach it's what, people 12 Harold. o'clock and we're already there we're on our second we're cup of tea of the day second cup of tea people, so yes strap in when you rub vigorously um the color much like sort of like the origins products the i remember they did that moisturizer where it kind of changes to a skin yes. tint as yeah. you rub the it adaptive, uh, I, yeah it's like the adaptive particles that kind of releases pigment and i'm not joking the more you rub it the stronger the pigment goes um i'm trying not to chuckle while i explain this because <laughs> it just feels like too many innuendos I'll chuckle for you i just watched <laughs> doing this and it is crazy bananas it's crazy like yeah. I literally and had I have I, maybe I should have like looked into it more online how you're supposed to use it but before at first, you yeah. got your credit card out and went before, take all my money yeah. hashtag brought with my own money <laughs> um so yeah I wanted to investigate and I just think there's some really exciting different products yeah. so definitely check them out I think there's some really fun products in there the kind of sort of products you know you could use one or two things and mascara and you're dumb so yeah, yeah giving them a that shout is wacky, out though it's crazy like it, it looks Makeup like a magic. really dusky pink lilac-y almost mm. and I was like well how's that going to work on anything other than an eye colour yeah or a pale pale skin yeah and yeah. I'm pale and I was like mm, that's going to make me look poorly um, but then when you rub it it goes like a bronzy burnished coral and yeah. I don't get it and I don't want to know how I just it's want it on makeup magic face. yeah it makeup really is magic. make makeup magic maybe that's what they should change their name they, to. They, we've just given them or a maybe new they hashtag. don't want to draw attention to the fact that they're clearly using witchcraft in their projects could be could be so what else have we got Lindsay? we got um something from ciarte as well we do we have a new product launch from ciarte london this is a brand new launch which actually uh comes out august 15th um in sephora and ciarte london.com so it is brand 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 new i'm very excited because this to me i know it's still summer technically this feels like <laughs> the beginning of christmas it has got christmassy vibes i love christmas I do. I'm the biggest Christmas nerd ever. This this podcast is going to get dark around November because we're both <laughs> just going to be singing jingle bells and like we're going to have like uh, light yeah. up Christmas jumpers oh. with the earrings and we're the have baubles. We're going to do a YouTube special because oh, we, do. I we will. We'll have to put Christmas. it live. I love it so yeah. much. So I was very excited to see these. <laughs> they feel very seasonal. They are called the Ciate London Glitter Flip Transforming Glitter Liquid Lipstick. And it is super duper duper exciting. More witchcraft, I'm afraid. It's more witchcraft. I think there's some it's a sort theme of, today. Yeah, there's like a makeup coven that we have not been invited to. And invite us, guys. I've watched the craft so many times. It's like the focus was on mermaids and unicorns, and now it's just full yeah, blown witchcraft. Now it's just full on actual <laughs> witches and wizards making our beauty products. There are seven shades in this um, 
the glitter flip. So let me explain the product itself before I explain the shades. That would yeah. make sense, wouldn't it? It is a matte liquid lip, which we know the Ciate um, liquid velvets I, I enjoy as yeah. a matte lip. For as much as I can enjoy a matte yeah. matte liquid lip, I enjoy the matte velvets and um, liquid velvets. So it's a very similar formula to that. If you've uh, tried that, you know, it's very full coverage, very velvety on the lip. Not especially drying. I think they do yeah. a really good job with their mattes. Their reds I love. Um... And, but the difference here is it dries like a slightly shimmery. Yeah. So you apply it, it dries. It goes slightly, slightly shimmery on the lip. And then you press your lips together. And I don't know how this happens. Magic. It's magic. Glitter just appears on your mouth. And suddenly yeah. you have this insanely beautiful, gorgeous, glittery finish to yeah. the lip without losing the matte finish, yeah, without disrupting the pigment or the color or the texture. Just all this very fine, very comfortable wear glitter yeah. arrives. And it is stunning. When you see the press photos, it's stunning. Yeah. Um, I put it on me, but I didn't have any other makeup on. I was wearing my pajamas, so it wasn't as stunning. <laughs> but the actual effect is incredible and i say there are seven shades um from very pale pink um right through to more editorial colors as a yeah. blue and a teal um a really navy dark navy blue and a teal green the teal green is actually gorgeous i'm into the purple i feel like yeah. the purple i would definitely Fortune. give that a go yeah yeah i see i well there's hollywood which is a glittery red which we should get really. it's like ruby slippers yeah on the um, mouth and then there's this infamous which is a corally pink which i'm very interested in uh it's just really really pretty and really really fun i think yeah. it's so rare that something that's fun like this is easy to wear and easy yeah. to apply because I remember when Ciate first started doing their color cosmetics when they branched out from nails um, and they had the lip kits and you yes. could have like the glitter lips and a velvet lip and like the, the little balls that you could and it, you, you had to apply it and press like it on top of almost, yeah. yeah so you put on a liquid lip and then you applied it pressed it on top I forgot about that um, and they were great they looked mm. great for parties and stuff but they were hard and they, they were, were faffing about yeah and you yeah. couldn't really eat or drink with them <laughs> and well, Nana's not up for faffing no I'm not interested in faffing this I, is I'm not free. up for not eating <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying no, that's fair that's entirely fair well I'm glad to say I'm glad to say that the glitter flips are hashtag faff free faff free faff free you can eat you can drink uh, you can just reapply as you would any other liquid lip um and actually the re the wear time is pretty great it's not yeah. they don't come off as soon as you take a drink yeah um which at Christmas I shall be doing. Yeah. So I'm very excited Obs. about these. They're really fun. I just recommend yeah. that if you can go and play with them, they're in Sephora and they're going to be in CRTLondon.com. Uh, £17, $19. Mm, the exchange rate doesn't quite work in the favour of the UK there, but yeah. it's still like £17. It's yeah. it's not beyond the realms of your and party lipstick. And I do lipstick. think, dare I say it, I think you could double this up as an eyeshadow as well. When I was trying it on mm. my hand, I feel like it blends yeah. in a really nice way. And because of the glitter, how it, the fact it kind of goes like a matte shadow yeah. again this is obviously aimed at lips but i think this would also look great on the eyes We're too all about so. multi-purpose here at full coverage. well and i think then as well you know it feels like for the price you get if you're kind of getting two products yeah. in one that's always an advantage for sure yeah i i really like these they're really really fun um and i think it's a massive hit for crt uh interested to see how well these do i think it's going to be a sellout yeah so i get you mitts on these sooner rather than later yeah so yeah that's uh, a good one lads well done so today's topic, me and Lindsay had um, a great question from a subscriber. I can't remember exactly the question, but it was generally asking for our opinion on sponsored content and hashtag ad, hashtag spot on. It was generally asking for your opinion. Oh, was it? <laughs> it said this is a question for Harry, but I'm not offended because it is a question for Harry. You're the YouTuber of the two of us. So uh, 
Let's, yeah. let's debate this. I think it's an interesting one. Because we're consummate professionals, I've actually gone back and found the question. Which, <laughs> which is, is way more helpful than us so, trying to intro this. Thank you, Rebecca Taylor. Uh, we appreciate and uh, respect your contribution to the podcast. The question is, question is for Harry. Sorry, Lindsay. Lindsay's not. <laughs> you don't have to apologise. It's fine. Um, I was just on YouTube and commented a constructive criticism about a sponsored post. Of course, in a nice way. Of course, Rebecca. Good You're for you, Rebecca. Nice That's person. nice to hear. Yeah. Just said, would have liked a little intro saying I've partnered with this brand instead of reading it in the description box this got me thinking how do you feel about sponsored posts and how should youtubers handle them also how do you feel about the beauty community as a whole on the whole youtube with all the drama it would be interesting to discuss mm. i think it would be interesting to discuss rebecca so we're going to discuss we're going to do it yeah i mean when Lindsay first told me about this i was like this really excites me this topic because i think everyone's going to have an opinion on it and there's going to be lots of different opinions on it um i have myself done sponsored content in the past um what i will say is i haven't done many of them and i turn a lot of things down that said, I feel like as a YouTuber and a makeup artist, I can only speak for myself and my experiences. I have to have some connection to that brand in that I either love their products or the product that in question is something that really excites me. And that might not necessarily be something I use on myself. It might be something I use in my pro kit. Yeah. So there is that element to it as well. I think for a lot of YouTubers, it's probably just their take on a product. For me, I always try and put it in perspective of, will this work for other women? Do I enjoy using it on other people, not just myself? So I think... I think the hardest thing is now is that there, you know, I even myself, when I watch other people's YouTube videos, I yeah. notice people will say, this was a great ad video. Or, you know, people actually yeah. comment on how well the ad was done. And I totally respect that. I think that's, that's you know, I, I trust my audience and I don't want to bullshit anyone. Like I know, no. I know if I like something. And I also think that, like I said, I've turned down a lot of stuff because there are times when I have been offered sponsored content where I know my audience would be like, you don't use that. Mm -hmm. That's not your style of makeup. That's and and I think it's kind of knowing to be comfortable with that and yourself yes. and know who you are. And I have no issue with people doing sponsored content. I also think what I will say is you have to remember I'm not a full-time YouTuber. So I can also see it in the perspective of if you are a full-time YouTuber or a full-time blogger, you have to make money. Yeah, you're making a living. Yeah. And while I'm sure everybody wants to make it as credible as possible, and I'm sure, you know, the people who I watch, I definitely feel like I I watch them because I believe what they say. Yes. I, I I trust their opinion. I respect their opinion. And I know I'm getting an honest review. Um, I You know, there's always going to be someone that is going to take, you know, yeah, a, a random sponsored content because maybe they need to pay their bills that month. And I, I try not to have judgment. Yep. You know, again, there's this thing of like hashtag selling out, you know, yeah. and, and I and it's it's a really hard one because my main income is not as a YouTuber. It, it does cost me money, though, to, to yep. make YouTube videos. And I have to take time off work to make YouTube videos. Yep. So it's all swings and roundabouts. And I hope I'm making this eloquent enough because it's quite hard to kind of say, I, I support sponsored content. And for me personally, I would rather make less money from sponsored content by turning down things that aren't right for me or my channel. That's yeah. my personal take on it. Um, and I think, you know, I, I don't know all the different countries' definitions of the legal requirements. Yes. I know in the UK, I now have to write hashtag ad, hashtag yep, spawn. Hashtag spawn. Um, but, you know, I have friends who I've worked with Again, this may have changed now, but I know when I had some friends in Australia who were YouTubers, 
they at one point had brands actually say to them, we don't want you to mention that it's mm -hmm. sponsored, which is a YouTuber, it's hard because you want to be honest with your audience. Yeah. But if you're having to sign a contract stating you won't mention it, then you're going to get a lot of, yeah, that's you know, it's, it's hard when your audience are like, you should be saying this is sponsored, you should be saying this. And by the same token, I've been in situations where I've genuinely not done a sponsored video, but I, I remember January one time, two very famous YouTubers who I love dearly, um, had done a sponsored post with a brand. And I think one was like daytime skincare routine or one was morning skincare routine, detox. One was evening skincare routine. And because it was January in my head, I was like, I'm going to do a video on like skincare detox. Yeah. And mine genuinely wasn't sponsored. Yeah. There was a lot of people with that kind of content. And I got so much hate and people were convinced I'd done a sponsored video. Yeah, And that was hard because all I could say was, I haven't. Yeah. I legally have to say if I <laughs> no have, I can't. Me. I can't prove to you it's not sponsored. But there's there's no payment involved in this. This is my own opinion. Yeah, it's tough because it so depends on the individual's ethics. Yeah. Um. And I would love to believe that everyone involved in our industry mm. and in YouTube as a wider industry is fully ethical and disclosing everything. Definitely. But a we know not everyone. I think there's so many shades of grey in it too. Is that yeah. people that may not understand. Yeah. The legal requirements. There yeah. are people who are being persuaded by brands who may not feel that they are in a position to, yeah. as you say, some brands are yeah. asking people not to say that it's sponsored. Um, and those people may want to please the brand because they say they yeah. want the contact, they want the content and they want the payment. Yeah. Um, and then there are people who just don't care. Yeah. And they just <laughs> say, I'm just going to put it through because I get fewer views when I yeah. do hashtag ad, hashtag spawn. And that's difficult. Um, and I think it's really hard for the viewer. I, I don't really make beauty videos. I've made a couple for my mm. Facebook page and for my author page because people on those pages know I love beauty. Yeah. So I've, I've done a few recommendations, but I've never done any sponsored content. But I am primarily a YouTube viewer. Yeah. Like I am a watcher of YouTube videos. And I find it, sometimes it can be a little bit exhausting. And that's yeah. when I find myself switching off. When I'm trying to work out yeah, where the sponsorship comes, not. which I think yeah. is Rebecca's really great point, is that I want, to be told immediately yeah. up front, not just in the description box, because yeah. if I'm watching it on Apple TV, which is where I watch most of my YouTube yeah. videos now, I don't see much of the description box. box. Yeah, I have to go and look for that on my computer. Um, I want it's whole. I want to be told that yeah. you're working Within the with first a brand. Minute, yeah. And I think there's a really easy and elegant way of doing that without just saying this video is sponsored, sponsored by, by this company. Yeah. You can say, you know, I'm working with this company. Yes. There are ways to do it, um, and I do think that's tough. It's because it's when you get all the way through a video and then at the end they're like, oh, just so you know, this video was sponsored. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, plus, I mean, there's people who aren't even sponsored that you can tell sometimes with bloggers and vloggers both, they're pimping out products that you know yeah. aren't very good. And we know yes. first and you know professionally, I know because I spend yeah. my money on it like an idiot, that products aren't <laughs> very good and people are saying it is good because they got sent yeah. it for free. Yeah. And I think it's a really hard, it's a minefield basically. It is. But it also is where something my mom always said is that, you know, cream will come to the top. And I think mm. this is when I stop watching those content creators. I stop yeah. watching those vloggers. I stop watching, reading those bloggers because I feel like I can't trust what they're telling me anymore. Well, and I also feel like it's not enough now as a sponsored video or a regular video to say this lipstick's great. I feel like for me, when I'm asked to make a video, whether that's because I want to make something or it's collaborating with a brand I really love or a product I love, I want to show why you should part with your money. I want to show how it's going to benefit you, why I love it. And kind of, you know, I feel like it needs to 
really showcase what the product can do. I think that for me is my only criticism when I watch videos that are sponsored where someone's just saying, it's really great. Yeah. It's or really great. I'm going to give myself um, a full face makeover with yeah, this brand. I'm but like, you're but not why? actually telling me. What is it going to yeah. benefit? And for me, that's the side of like the BS that I work really hard. And, you know, I feel like if I'm, if I do do a sponsored video and I think so far I've done like four or five, like not a lot because I do turn a lot of things down because straight, I can tell pretty quickly if something, and it's not for me, it's not even just right with my audience. It's about me it's about what I feel comfortable to promote it's what I feel comfortable to I guess be associated with as well yeah. that's the other thing as a brand like you said yeah. Lindsay it's kind of I think your audience know when something is you and it's not well and I think it's really hard when I watch some of the YouTubers doing sponsored um posts or sponsored videos and they're they're working with a whole brand it's like oh I got paid by this brand and they'll even say up front so and so paid me to do a whole makeover using their yeah. new range and it's like great but you are a makeup artist. Yeah. So you are able to make not great products look, look great. great. Yeah. Um, and you're not showing me how long it wore. You're not showing me if that waterproof you masca mascara you just used is waterproof. You're not showing me if this foundation that says it lasts 24 hours is lasting 24 yeah. hours. You're just a makeup artist painting your face for a camera and then washing it all off. And yeah. I find that that shady. So I think that yes. for me is definitely a key when I'm watching stuff and trying to work out how I feel about the ethics of this content creator. Yeah. If they're just doing it and making it look great and then saying, yeah, this is great. I like this. Yeah. Then I'm like, mm, I'm not trusting this as an opinion. Yeah. And I think that is on us to call that out. Yeah. But again, like Rebecca says, do it in a respectful and polite way. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe, you know, like vote with your feet, vote with your money. If you don't like something that person's doing, you've got to start watching it. Well, that and that's my, one thing I was going to say is my only pet hate as you know, I watch YouTube as well. I'm a viewer and I create content. But for me, when I see really aggressive feedback, especially regarding like adver adverts or sponsored, sometimes I do think, just don't watch it. If it's, yeah. it's going to offend you that much, I, I appreciate there's an expectation on creators when they're working with a brand to produce something great. And that that's a lot of, that's a pressure that I welcome. I want my content to be great. And I'm always thinking how to make it better. But I do know as well that when someone... I think there's this presumption as well. And I'm not going to lie. There are people on YouTube mm -hmm. in the blogging industry who have a lot of help. Good for them. Why yeah. not? Like they want to make great content. If they can afford to do it, wonderful. I'm at a position where I don't make enough from my YouTube channel to pay other people to help me yet. So yeah. I do film it myself. I edit it myself. And I'm not naturally an editor or a photographer. So there's a limitation to what I can create other than the makeup. Yeah. So I think it's, and, and that's not to be like, where is me? Oh my God, I work so hard. No, I, I you know, everyone works hard. But I feel like when, you know, you are criticizing I think it's thinking about what you're criticizing. And I always think constructive feedback is so helpful. Like constructive feedback's great, but when someone, and I've seen it even with really big YouTubers where I know how hard they've worked. You know, yeah. I meet people that this is their life. They create yeah. content it's day in, day it's out. Actual it's actual full-time job. It's the same as any other full-time job. It can look glamorous. It can look like, you know, I, and I get it. Sometimes it can look more glamorous than I think it is. My job can look like that sometimes. Yes, but the reality is that person has to get content for a deadline. They have to produce what their audience is asking for. And even when you work with a brand, there is a deadline. There is an outlay of a project. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, yeah. you're having to meet requirements. And there's in such order. an expectation now on it, the production value yeah. and how glossy and slick everything has yeah. to look. It, it's We're a long way from the days of, you know, recording in yourself your in your bedroom yeah. on your phone. Like, and I struggle with that, Lindsay. I, I feel a lot of pressure knowing that I'm not a photographer, I'm not an editor, and that my reality is for right now in my life, yeah. I can't afford to do that regularly. You know, I would love to, and I would love to be able to work towards that. But for right now, I can do what I can do and I make the best of it. And I hope that the makeup is the focus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, when you see really, I mean, I remember I did a video with World Duty Free and it was filmed in a studio in London with a production crew. And I think the camera they use is like 80 grand or something. Yeah, yeah it's like TV. And, yeah, and yeah. someone's left a, a lovely comment being like, love this camera, Harry. This is way better than your normal yeah. video. Yeah, and they're not and wrong. Yeah. They're just like, and not I was aware like, you're right, facts. but I haven't brought that 80 grand camera. Yeah. Like, that's not, what's wrong sadly, with you? Harry? that's Get not in my budget. And straight away, I knew there was then an expectation yeah, to see that, that kind of. Game. Yeah, and, you know, I loved having the content. Um, and again, I'm trying to be very careful. I think this is the other thing that I think I will say is being on the internet full stop. You feel like you have to be so diplomatic and that's the hardest thing. And I don't know if you find that too, Lindsay, but it's, (laughs) I'm so scared of saying something that comes across, not how I mean it. And even as I'm saying this, I'm like, I don't, I'm not in any way making out that like, what I do is crazy hard, but I also know that I do work hard. No, but I think, you know, you know I honestly think there is such an age or generational um, flip in what we do and what this is. is yeah. Because, um, for example, full coverage, this podcast yeah. right now, as it stands, we do not monetize this podcast. No. We do not have advertising. We do not work with advertisers and we haven't done any sponsored sections. Yeah. That isn't to say that we, we wouldn't won't, and yeah. we won't because as you know you're listening to this we're taking time to do this and we both have full-time jobs we have like several jobs (laughs) at any given time and this takes time out of our day to create it takes time to plan it takes time to edit it takes time to upload I mean I would say each episode realistically is like a day and a half's worth yeah which when a day and a half doesn't sound much until you're taking it out of Of another full-time job of your full-time job so it that makes it more difficult it's a big commitment but we do it because we love doing it but ultimately when you're taking a day and a half out of your time, you've got to try and find a way to make that monetized at some Definitely. point. And we've talked about this and I've yeah. talked about this with, because I have a literary agent who yeah. looks after my books and she's part of a bigger company that looks after a lot of the YouTubers. They have a, lot, a digital um, yeah. area and we've talked about how this can work. And when I talked to her, she was like, oh, well, that's great, but you won't be able to get any sponsorship by makeup brands because you're talking about makeup. And I talked to a friend in PR who does a lot of beauty PR and she was saying the same thing. She's like, oh, I'm trying to hire all these new girls, these new interns, um, but they're more interested in being influencers than they are in working yeah. in PR. Um, and they don't understand the difference between mm. you know, PR influencing, being paid for content and being a blogger yeah. and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I think there is genuinely a generational gap because yeah. people that have grown up with YouTube and grown up 
um, yeah. with seeing this content, with seeing sponsored content, with seeing ads yeah. and done, seen it done well. Well, exactly. That's the they main point. They don't reject it. No. Whereas if you're not someone who watches YouTube or listens to podcasts that have sponsored so sections content, and yeah. spe- so, so, ugh, sponsored content, <laughs> you you don't understand or you ju- not that you don't understand. That sounds patronizing. Um, you reject it as advertising. Yeah. And you hear it as this isn't a real legit opinion. Yeah. It's a paid for opinion. Yeah. And there's a difference. There is. And completely. that's what my take is. There is a difference between a bought opinion. Yes. And a sponsored section. Well, and even that thing of like, you know, I've worked with brands sometimes where they've given me a script and I'm like, I would love to work with you, but that doesn't sound like me. And let me say it. Yes. How I feel is my opinion, you know, and and that's the thing. I think all the YouTubers that I appreciate and value their opinions, it's said in their words, you know, I, I don't mind a hashtag here and there, yeah, exactly. but I want to say it in my voice from me, in my opinion. And one of the thing I will say is, which again, maybe taken the wrong way by some people is it's, I think it's, it's okay to own that you earn money when you make something job. that's great. Like, I think no one should feel guilty for earning money. through. I mean, I don't feel any guilt when I've earned money through a sponsored post because I know, like you said, I've had to take time off my makeup, yeah, being a makeup it artist. Is your job. I, I almost need to get paid for that in order to take that time off work. Yeah. And, you know, there are some people probably who are very, very high up makeup artists who don't need to, you know, they can afford to take the day. Yeah, which they is, use it I, or yeah. view it as marketing or they view yeah, it as publicity. Yeah, and that's fine too. Like, we don't need to even compare it. But I think it's okay to own that if you if you earn money from what you do, as long as you're doing it well, why not? And this is the thing I was talking about my, with my friend who works in PR and she was saying, you know, these these girls, they don't, they don't understand the difference. And I was like, well, honestly, I think part of it was also me and her not understanding that there's, there's just they don't see it as that way anymore. This is a job. And I think there are going to be people listening to this podcast now going, what are you even talking about? Of course it's a job. Yeah. I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. I want to make my living as an influencer. And then there are other people listening to this going like, well, that's a nice side thing to have, but it's not a real job. Why yeah. should you get paid? It's a hobby. Yeah. And I think both views are valid and I understand both views because I am definitely yeah. older and of a generation that I found it quite difficult when I first started seeing sponsored stuff. I mean, I started blogging 10 years ago yeah. and just getting sent product or being invited to events was exciting was enough. Like, yeah, it was yeah. like breaking someone's back to get them to let you be in the room. And the idea of someone paying me to write a blog post about something was beyond my wildest yeah. dreams. Whereas now it's a full-time job for people and you just have to move with the times man well, you know you so do. you have to understand yeah. that blogging and vlogging is a full-time job but then as you say then you move into the moral mm. gray area minefield of what is and isn't appropriate as sponsored well and i think that's up to the individual that's the way i see it i think you've got to know what you're happy to endorse and, and what we have to not. hold them accountable yes i think as viewers when these people are creating content and they're not being clear let's yeah. We have to and be I think the ones be that constructive because if you're being constructive, you can help the situation. I think firing abuse and just stop watching for me. That's, that's the best it. way is when their numbers start to go down, yeah. they will brands won't want to work with them. Yeah. They will see that something is wrong and hopefully they will address it. Yeah. There's no point just writing an abusive comment on someone's Facebook wall or YouTube comment or YouTube post because they'll just delete it. Yeah. The best thing you can do is just walk away. Yeah. Like it really is. It's like people who say, oh, I don't want to go to Starbucks because Starbucks is ruining an independent coffee shop but I was like well then just don't go Go, yeah that's it that's <laughs> like the best way to get that Starbucks to close down in your town yeah it's to stop going, going to that Starbucks yeah. so if you don't like what this content provider is creating don't watch it yeah I think it's like live and let live as well isn't it it's that thing of like you're never gonna love what everybody does as well you know yeah. there are, I know there's people on YouTube that I love to watch there's people that I don't want to watch yeah and that's okay you know and I think it's kind of knowing 
what what is it that draws you to a video like we said be constructive you know feedback's always helpful I think leave aggression at the door because I mean even for me I'm at the point now where if I get aggression I'd rather just delete the comment because I don't I don't need to deal with that and I don't think it's an appropriate place for that conversation you wouldn't do it in real life so why do it on the internet and I have had that I mean I obviously write books so it's different but I get similar things like I'll get very aggressive comments (laughs) sometimes on my Instagram posts or Twitter or whatever people will just leave really they'll be upset about something. Um, And instead of sending an email to my publisher or finding a correct way to communicate or a polite way to communicate, you know, tweet me if you didn't like something and say, oh, I didn't like this for this reason. But it's when it's just straight out abuse. Abuse, yeah. It's like, this isn't helpful or constructive. It's just going to get deleted because this is the wrong place to have this conversation. And in reality, there is no correct place to have this conversation, which ties into Rebecca's second part of the question, which is all the YouTube drama that we're always reading about. I just think there's no need for it. It feels so high school and unpleasant. Yes. (laughs) And I don't like it. I really don't like it. I mean, we've discussed this. We have differing opinions on certain youtubers some of the youtubers who are accused of starting some of the drama some of them who perpetrate the drama i personally just don't get involved and i don't watch it yeah and i'm like i just like that personality i don't like what they stand for what they do i don't buy the products that person creates i don't watch that person's content i find it uncomfortable to watch Mm. other videos where other people support that person yeah for example but i just personally avoid that whole area yeah and that's the best way to deal with it in my mind. I mean, it's a bit like the clickbait thing as well, isn't it? Knowing that there are some YouTubers, I mean, when people talk about the drama, I think one thing that gets me a bit is when people use clickbait as a, you know, I don't know, the day I nearly died or something awful like that, where I'm just like, don't do that. Don't, don't use something. I, I get it when you're like the best foundation ever or something that, you yes. know, you know what you're clicking on, hopefully is going to be the best foundation yeah. ever. Like, yeah. I like a title that tells me what I'm going to see. Well, it's like whenever you see a newspaper article though, and it's just like, is David Beckham going to marry the queen? <laughs> and you know, of course, David Beckham is not going to marry the queen, but you've clicked on it. And then the answer is like, no, of course he isn't. But this happened instead. Yeah, and you're like, exactly. Why? Why? You know, that for me, I think intertwines in the drama. And I do agree, you know, there is a collective, I guess, of YouTubers that, you know, I guess are, what's the word? There's like that little drama gang. Yeah, a it's bit, like a very little drama click. Which does feel like school a bit. But then I also think how, as someone who I, I don't see myself as a well-known YouTuber, it's kind of like, how do they need each other? Like sometimes I think is that a big part of it? Yeah. That they feel like once they're in it, they then can't get out of and it. I, I wonder don't know. how much of it is genuine and how much yeah, of it I is really just to create more press. And it's kind of like clips. Made in Chelsea or The Hills where yes, it's like a fake exactly. script almost. Sometimes I do think oh, is that goodness, part of there's it. There's absolutely going to be a reality show about this those people because they're all hot and they're all beautiful to look at and, and they got a lot of highlighter on so much drama and yeah they're they are gleaming like they're aliens lit. in the sky they're all lit can i ask oh. what does lit mean i was a i my name is Lindsay and i love wrestling i was at a wrestling event last night and um they kept putting up tweets from everyone in the show that had hashtagged it yeah and they were like nxt la is lit and everyone was like um, I was like, it's not. It's very dark. Um, yeah, but what does it mean? I think it just means it's like Nana doesn't good. know. I think it means it's like really good. It's going okay. off. Like it's lit, man. I see like, that hashtag a lot now, and I'm like, oh, Nana doesn't. We know. just doubted ourselves as the people that were like, I don't know why she's no. taking money for that video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we Nanas have just uh, just just destroyed this. Yeah, lit means it's good. Okay, it's lit. Yeah. So I hope we've answered that question for you, Rebecca. And you know, let us know what you guys think. I think it's such like an open debate, and everyone's going to have a yeah. different opinion on it. You know, but that's it's, good. 
good. It's good yeah, to chat. Does it bother you when you see a post is sponsored? Would you rather the person said it up front at the beginning of the video? Would you rather it was worked in so the content of the video is more natural? Um, would you rather only see it in the description box? Does it annoy you? Well, it may be one thing I'll leave you guys with as well is just consider this. I'm just going to play like devil's advocate. Is just because I, I know there'll be some people that might say, oh, I wish no one, I wish there was never any sponsored content. I yes, wish that wasn't course. allowed. Just think hypothetically as well is how would that person, if they were doing that full time, then afford to make you the content that you get for free? Yeah. Because that's the other thing as well is like, you know, with YouTube, you don't have to pay for that content. No. Nope. And I think it's worth remembering as well, you know, and I'm saying this as someone who's a viewer and who makes videos is remember that if that person's having to support themselves yep. to make you the free video, which yes, they are grateful for you watching. And again, I'm already scared about saying this. Yep. <laughs> I feel like it's no, going to come true. back on me, but you know, it's think about how they're going to make that content for you without having Well, it's really hard. And I'm speaking as an author now, as well as someone that's creating this content which yeah. we're providing for free I mean full yeah. coverage is free content that we're giving you and hopefully you're enjoying it and we enjoy making it but it's free content um but uh I think we as a society I'm about to get really deep for 10 seconds feel free to fast forward this um <laughs> we've devalued content yeah so I write books for a living and those books even though my cost of living goes up every year you yeah. know like my taxes go up the price of my car insurance goes up everything yeah. I have to pay for every day That's goes up. a really up. good point but people want to play and I'm the same like when I buy music when I buy movies when I want to download something off iTunes I look at the price and I'm like oh I don't want to yeah. pay that's so expensive <laughs> I'm sure if I wait it'll go on special yeah. offer people want to pay less and less because we're getting accustomed to getting things for, for free. free yeah it's true um, that's a really good point whether Lindsay. we download it illegally or whether we watch it on YouTube whether we yeah. listen to a free podcast we're so accustomed to paying less and less for content um but the, ultimately the person that makes that content has to make a living yeah and it's not easy. And it's, I think people assume these people are really rich and all the YouTubers must be really rich because they read stories about someone like Zoella buying yeah. a mansion. She's earned that mansion. She's worked really <laughs> bleeding hard for that mansion. Yeah. And she does work really hard and she creates a lot of content. And I just think you think of Zoella and you hear about a JK Rowling and you hear about a Coldplay and these people who make yeah. so much money you can never imagine it. They are the 1% of the content makers out there. Yeah. The rest of us are making a living. Completely. Um, and I think you really do have to, before you put your judgment on them, you have to think about what job yeah. they're doing. You wouldn't ask your dentist to do your dental exam for free. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah, That's like, such a good way of putting it. creating something for you the same way yeah. that like your plasterer is plastering a wall. He's yeah. not going to do it for nothing just because like you want it for free. Well, my best friend always says to me, she's like, how do you think of something every week? And I'm like, I don't know, but God forbid I had to do it three times a week. Like I don't <laughs> know how I could yeah, actually keep thinking of content and the pressure I think to keep you know, to keep making content that you're proud of and you feel is good um, will always be there. But it's because we care. And I think, you know, ultimately, I love what I do. I love YouTube. I love that we get to do this podcast. Yeah. But it's it, there's work that goes into it, yeah. you know. And you have and to make a living. Yeah. And we just have to work out maybe a more elegant or That's it. clear just being way concise and honest, that. you yeah. know, but also, and I think just be true to who you are. If you're new to YouTube and you want to create or you're a blogger, you know, be true to you. But I also think there comes a point, know your worth. Yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah let us know how you feel about sponsored posts and youtube drama 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 harry it's that time it's that time highlight, highlight of, of the week, week. <laughs> we're so sorry we've actually refused now to buy a jingle because we actually prefer harmonizing <laughs> we just like singing for you sorry about that oh, sorry guys yeah um, <laughs> But we're on to our highlights of the week and uh, we had so many things to choose from this week. It was pretty tough. Yeah, it was hard to narrow it down to yeah, one. Yeah, new products coming out and they are all so good. 
Uh, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Um, I'm going to start with one that I think if you've been watching my channel the past few weeks, you will have seen me talk about this. It is the Sephora Bright Future Gel Serum Concealer. Um, so this is like Sephora's own brand. I think they call themselves Sephora Collection. Yes. Um, which I have dabbled with over time. And to be honest, I've never really had a bad thing from Sephora Collection. I kind of just forget to check it out. Yeah, I think that's too. what I'm guilty of. Um, and these concealers, me and Miss Calc had a little trip to um, <laughs> a little enabling trip to Sephora. We were there for so long, you guys. It was like, should we just pop in? We'll just pop in. Just pop in. An hour, an hour and a half later. An hour. Yeah, I've got 90 minutes. Standard. Um, and I was saying to Lindsay, I think, I can't remember what we been doing that day, but I was like, well, I'm just going to put a bit of concealer on. You know, when you go around all the stalls, not stalls, what do you call them? Concessions, I guess. Yeah, the stands. Yeah, I kind of went around them all and I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. And I just popped a bit of this on and I was like, ooh. Oh, it's good. And like across the room to Lindsay was shouting, it's really good in <laughs> Sephora. Um, let's give you now that more concise, constructive review. Um, I don't know. Review. I mean, that was a pretty good <laughs> review because you were very excited. I was very excited. Yeah. So first of all, what excited me the most was 26 shades, people. Yeah, that's crazy. And they are great shades. Like, I mean, I remember when Becca was first doing like all the different concealer yeah. tones and you could see very clearly, you know, the, the yellow undertones, the pink tones. Yeah, the new well, and it's not just like 20 light shades and then no. a couple of token dark ones. It's actually a really, really, great really mix. well done. Um, and I think they're comparable to, I want to say they're somewhere in between the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer and the Urban Decay Weightless Cover. You get the coverage. So the coverage is great in them. But what I will say is they've got that little bit more slip. So I feel like if you have drier skin and you always found the NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer just caught a little bit under the eyes or clung to any dry areas, try this. I think you might like it. I yeah. feel like I have been loving this when I kind of, again, like you were saying earlier, Lindsay, if I'm in a rush, I will coat my face in loads of moisturizer yeah. and just do a dot of this where I need it. Blend in, it gets rid of my redness. Um, you know, it's great under eyes. I have even used this on breakouts. Okay, it's probably not gonna have the same longevity as like a Laura Mercier secret camouflage, but I think it was 14 bucks. And for me, I was like, I can repeat purchase that again and again. I mean, I even brought two. I it's brought a like a lot cheaper than the NARS and the other. Yes, decay. it's a really good budget-friendly option. Um, the packaging doesn't offend me. It's nice and simple. You can see the color through the tube and twenty-six shades. People, you can't argue with it. That's that for me. It was like this is great. I want to see more budget-friendly options that really cater to every skin tone, and this does that. We were in Sephora, and I had about fourteen different shades of it up and down my arm. <laughs> like, I don't know, Harry. Which one? Which one? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's so. I mean, it's so rare because I'm so yeah. fair. It's so rare that I have a choice between. There was like lighter anyway. than your skin tone, wasn't there? <laughs> uh, I think this one might be a bit much. Too it pale. Like I'd wipe my yeah. face with polos or something. It was so <laughs> light, but it was amazing. So good. Um, and were I going to contour myself like a panther, mm. uh, that would have been great. But yeah. yeah, it's so it's a really 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 good option. I like it a lot. What have you got, Lindsay? What's your highlight My of the week? My first highlight is now you know I am a really filthy, terrible skincare snob. You are. I am. It's fair to say. And I'm not ashamed because I Just love, look in your bathroom. love my skincare. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> There's so much stuff on my nightstand. It's disgusting. Um, but I was sent a moisturizer by um, Influencer. If you don't know what Influencer is, I'm not just speaking weirdly because I'm wearing braces. It is Influencer. Um, and it's a company and an organization that um, does, basically does sampling and trialing for brands. So you sign up to it. Anyone can sign up to it. Influencer.com. Hashtag not sponsored. Just something I do to get free <laughs> things. And you put in all your social media information and your details. And they will send you surveys and figure out if you're a right fit. If you're the correct fit for a product that they're trialing. 
So they recently sent me the new day cream, day moisturizer from L'Oreal Revitalift. I opened the box and I was a bit like, not interested. It's like drugstore. <laughs> Nana likes fancy stuff on her face. Uh, and I really didn't think too much about it. And then I thought, you know, I really ought to try it. They sent it. I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's so good. Why? I love it <laughs> so much. And I'm so shocked. Um, I used it all up and then repurchased. Oh, wow. I actually went out and repurchased it, which I so rarely repurchase anything skincare anyway because yeah. we get sent so much stuff to try. Yeah. I basically only repurchased like Elemis Pro Collagen. Yeah. Probably. Um, and Elemis Balm, the cleansing balm. And then anything else, I'm just constantly flipping. Oh, Hylamide, probably. I yeah. purchased Hylamide. Um, but anything else, I'm just switching through different products yeah. as they come along. I rebought this the day it ran out. It's so wow. good. Um, it's really thick and unctuous as Ooh, a cream. I like that. I like a rich one. But it dry. It absorbs into nothing. Feel Ooh, that. Let's have a little. Feels like butter. Oh yeah, it does. See, that's my kind of favorite texture. And that's the day cream. And usually for a day cream, I think, oh, I don't that want anything nice. this uh, rich or heavy. Mm. But it it absorbs to nothing. Yeah, it leaves lovely. an absolutely beautiful finish on your skin. Makeup yeah. goes gorgeously on top of it. Mm, it's it nice and dewy. Amazing. Yeah, it smells really good, actually. <laughs> I just want to smell my face once it's on. <laughs> it's a really decent sized pot. It's drugstore priced. Um, there's a day cream and a night cream. Yeah. I don't know entirely what the difference is because I only got the day cream, but yeah. I, I'm going to go try that night cream. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. When I think about moisturizer, uh, I always think of Ms. Hyron's, Caroline Hyron, saying yeah. that your moisturizer should be like a winter coat for everything else on top of your face. Yeah. So, you know, it should cover up and comfort your serums or whatever else you've got going on your active treatments. Yeah. Um, and I think this does such a good job of that as just being that yeah. beautiful top coat that's going to keep everything in. When you wake up in the morning after you've used it, your skin is really glowy and, yeah. and plush. And I just can't say enough good things about it. And it's a drugstore price. So it's a win. Yeah, get it in Boots, get it in Superdrug, get it in CVS. I, I think this is a really, really great, decently priced uh, skincare option. Good work, L'Oreal. Awesome. Yeah, well done, L'Oreal. So for our joint highlight of the week today, which was a discovery while we were running around Sephora at that time yeah. and shouting across at the stands each other, like, look at this, look at this. A workout in. Yeah, technically and and a workout, I was gonna say. Like <laughs> the running around Sephora being like, Lindsay, Lindsay. Yeah. Um, it is a lipstick um by YSL and it is the I'm gonna say this wrong, Volupte tint in balm actually that wasn't too That's hard it, yeah. i'm okay <laughs> we're all right i thought it was going to be a lot of french um it is the shade number one and it is the lipstick which has the little kind of balm core through the middle in yep. lovely in the little shape lip shape so it's very cute oh, so pretty and number one is kind of like would we say it's kind of like their nudist color but more like yes. a your lips it's color. like a the the outer um bullet is like a beige neutral and then it's got yeah. this really sheer pinky core that just brightens it all up a little bit yeah and really we've been loving this as a cheek. I mean, Lindsay yeah. is now swatching her lips as well, um, just because why so not? Sm it smells really gorgeous. Pretty, grapefruity yeah, oils and the well. slip on the lip is gorgeous. The bullet's beautiful. So I feel like, you know, this is great that you can double it up as lips and cheeks. And it does make such a nice highlight. Um, I did use it actually, I think, in my video that went live last week. So there's definitely a video up somewhere with me in, using is it this. In your July edit? I'm not sure. I think it might be in my matte lip look. Either way, there look. is a video of Go me using Harry's it. Go watch YouTube <laughs> channel. It's very good. Hashtag plug. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> but for um, 
viewing purposes you can see that in action and you can see it me using it on my cheeks and it's almost like then you get like the subtlest blush and yeah. highlight in one and um, we were both saying if you wear like a bold color lip this is so good on the cheek because it's just it's just a nice amount of something without fighting a lipstick color when it's bold you've turned me into a multi-purposing monster i um actually went back and bought a couple more did so, you yeah I'm Dark horse. Uh, and i turned up i had a, i have a couple of the um from previous uh, ranges, they've done stuff very similar before, but without the lip core, but it was still that uh, tint in, I think we're about the tint in oil, that's a different product. Yeah. But the Rouge Volupte yeah. tints, um, and I had a couple, and I've been using them on my cheeks like a mother. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't get enough, but they make <laughs> the most beautiful summery yeah. um, lip tints and cheek tints, because they've yeah. just got that little pop or wash of colour. That's it, but with that so gorgeous dewy shine. Yeah. And you can't, it's really hard to get that from other products because yeah. if you use like a stain and then you'd have to use like a Ciate dewy stick over the top yeah. but these just do it all in one well and I was saying it's kind of like a great holiday product you could have this like Amazing. you know when you're being really like rightly so on holiday being lazy you know have you slick a mascara put that on your lips and your cheeks and you're done yeah and last that's night when we went out I did uh, I had the shape the shape tape <laughs> I'm a terrible person, Tart. I'm so sorry. I had the ColourPop, not Shape Tape, uh, no filter concealer on. Um, and then I just used, not this one, but one of the other, the pinkier shades yeah. on my lips and cheeks. And then just so a ton nice. of mascara. Yeah. And done. that was it. And that was how I did my makeup for the night because we went to wrestling. Didn't need a lot. It's pretty great. Uh, and I, yeah, I can't get over how good they are. And like the packaging is really glam. These ones are silver yeah, with little gold YSL logos. And then you can see the color of the lipstick um, yeah. on the middle of the, the tube. Uh, they're so 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 lovely. They make great so gifts because nice. they're a really nice present and they're a really heavy, hefty, yeah, lipstick. a proper luxury lipstick. Yeah, I mean they're not cheap. We should say that they weren't a bargain. But when you're doubling it up on lips and cheeks, yeah. And I'm thinking I'm um, about to head off on book tour in a couple of weeks for my new book, I Heart Forever. Hashtag plug. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I'm thinking I'm just going to pack a load of these. Yeah, because I think it, I'm going to get more. Yeah, so I pack nice. so much stuff when I go traveling, especially when I'm going on tour because I know I'm going to be doing yeah. events and I'm going to be getting photos with people and yeah. I get really, really anxious yeah. about how I'm going to look. Um, and these are just make my life so easy. Yeah. Um, and I love them very, very much. Oh, it's, even now I've just put it on my lips. I can't stop rubbing my lips I know. together. I, feel I can so smell nice. them. I'm like, mm, it smells so good. So lovely. So that brings us pretty much to the end of this episode of Full Coverage Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate all your support. And leave us lots of lovely feedback down below. Some stars. We'll always take We'd some stars. We love some stars. We will always take stars. We never say no to stars. No. We will also take your questions and comments on the socials. You can find us on Twitter at Full Coverage Pod. Uh, Instagram at Full Coverage Pod. Pod, Facebook at Full Coverage Podcast and of course fullcoveragepodcast.com uh, definitely up for hearing everyone's takes on today's uh, main feature on um, sponsor posts and hashtag ad hashtag because uh, I just think it's a really interesting topic to see where that divides people yeah definitely I think it'll be really interesting to see so thank you so much guys for listening and uh, we'll be bringing you more full coverage podcast goodness soon yes we will bye bye 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.